Hi guys, welcome. So I just finished Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. And um, I gotta say, I respect what Reese is trying to do with like her book club thing. But let me tell you, like the caliber of her suggestions, definitely not Oprah's level, but still good, right? Like, I, I appreciated it because it's like heartwarming. But the most interesting thing about this book was the last 10% of it. And I feel like that's a little bit lazy. It's kind of like where the crawdads sing, like the entire book, it just drones about the same thing. I know they're just trying to make you understand like this is this person's life, but you're like, God, when does this get fucking good? And then you're about to give up because I don't believe that you should just force yourself to finish a book. Like, what is that? Like Sapiens case in point, like life is too short to be reading a book that you're not into so i was about to be like do i need to stop reading this but then they introduced like a murder and like you know potentially just like some fucked up shit that like makes everything a lot juicier so i was like okay you've got my attention but i was like 90 percent done so like it, i feel like she could have taken out like it could have been a hundred page book to be honest but then what's so juicy about, okay, so where did I leave off last time? Like she meets this guy at work and she kind of has this like sour way of perceiving everything. She's just droning on and on. And that's also why I was annoyed about this book because even though I, <laughs> this is so hypocritical, I bitch about everything, but when other people bitch about shit incessantly, I guess it's when they don't do anything about it. I'm like, what is this all for? This is so pointless. Not like all my conversations are pointful or purposeful, whatever. But I'm just like, okay, this needs to stop. She's just so negative about everything. Doesn't like anybody. Has like a thing or two to complain about everything she does. Um, and it's just like a very unpleasant person, but you know, she's trying to let us know her life sucks. She's not in the right headspace. And then she meets this guy who is this ray of sunshine. Well, his name is actually Raymond. <laughs> I like what I did there. And he does it in a very not intrusive way, non-intrusive way. Yeah. Non-intrusive way. He's very gentle about it. Introduces her to his friends, to his mom, but it's not like a romantic thing. The entire book, you're like, is it a romantic thing? Is it not? Is it Because then they eventually become like genuine friends. She starts to look forward to having lunch with him, even though she's like, he walks weird and he likes, he's like weirdly weird looking. But then towards the end, she's like, I guess it's not that bad. Um, she gets herself into like therapy and right. So the guy that she was infatuated with, he's only like a catalyst to this whole like self-improvement thing because she starts taking care of herself and like fantasizing when they're going to meet. And she starts exer like, um, what is it? like practicing her social skills because she's like, what if we end up meeting and I don't know like what to say to him. But all of these little actions, they all end up benefiting her because he, the guy that she's like in love with, but like haven't met, 
she ends up finding out that he's kind of a piece of shit. Um, if she had the wherewithal, like in the beginning, like, you know, his tweets or and the stuff that he says on social media, she could have picked that up right away. But she's all like lost in the sauce. And then later she gets out of the sauce. She's like, well, you know, like my life has gotten better in like however many ways. And um, she talks to her mom every week, right? And then you just assume she's calling from prison because you have these like social workers check up on her on a monthly basis. And they're always like, you know, how are you doing? Um, and there she refers to like these past like foster families that she's lived with. So you're like, okay, like her mom is in jail and there's uh there's like a they allude to like some big fire so i'm assuming that like, the mom set something on fire she got taken away and then um eleanor she's just like bopping around like well she's not bopping she's just like crawling around life being miserable and then later we find out that the mom um locked up eleanor and her little sister marianne in the house and set it on fire so you're like, oh, like she really did try to kill her. But, you know, she, Eleanor's like, that's still my mom. I still need to talk to her every day or every week. And like, so when her mom calls, like she doesn't want to talk to her, but she like begrudgingly picks up because it's her mom. And she just spews all this like nasty shit in her head. She's like, you're worthless. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Like, I'm your mom. I know what's best for you. And don't tell anyone about what happened. Um bigyikes.com am i right and she's like i guess she, she's like believing it because she's like i guess my mom knows what's best for me and she's telling me i'm worthless i'm worthless but then as she gets closer to raymond she's like wait wait am i am i worth something she gets close to raymond raymond's family um his mom is like an angel what moms aren't to be honest like they're all you know except for some korean like moms at church like they are literally the worst they will tell you straight up to your face that you gained weight that's ugh, so mean like when i went home okay side note like when i went home for the first time after like my first year in college of course like i gained freshman 15 i stood in line to get lunch at church and one of the ladies, she gave me literally like a half a portion of rice. And I was like, that's that's nothing. Can I have more? She's like, oh, no, honey. Like, you know, I can tell like life is so comfortable for you. But like, this should be enough. <gasps> I was like, mother. And I had her like bring a second plate for me. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. And then Eleanor, she also meets, you know, the guy, do you remember like, the grandpa that like, fell down at the beginning of the book um and she was like oh he must be drunk and she had all these like negative preconceived notions of him when they when he like starts to get better in the hospital like they get close with um Eleanor and Raymond get close with his family and they start inviting them to little events in their house uh, events in like their family so she starts branching out and developing these like really genuine sweet relationships with people and then later she she gets herself into therapy oh right and then she like tries to kill herself because like that when that whole thing with this singer didn't work out she was like my life is over because this was what i was 
like prepared for. This was my project and this was why I was doing all these things. So she takes like a shit ton of like painkillers and tries to like drink herself to death. She apparently was just like went AWOL for two weeks and Raymond's like freaking out. Her work is like, where are you? Um, and Raymond like finally comes and finds her and he admits her to the hospital, checks up on her. Yeah, no, he, he must like her, right? They like never make it super obvious, but yeah, I guess they don't want to like inject the romantic thing in her in in here. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to decentralize romance. So like whatever. Like whether it is or not, like that's their oh, I'm just so curious though. Whatever. So he takes care of her, makes sure that she's okay. And in these like moments of weakness, she says things like, oh, like my life isn't worth living. I'm not worth anything. And he's just shocked. And he's realizing that this is like embedded in her mind. And he gives her sweet words of like encouragement. And he's like, remember, like people do like you, like there are people that care about you. And this is all like so new to her, but she eventually gets better. And he comes by a cat. I think it's like his like roommate found like a cat and like whatever, but then like they can't keep it. So he's like, before I turn this over to the animal shelter, would you want to keep it? And she's like, uh, yeah. Uh, something about the fact that like, oh, right, right, right. His um roommate found this cat. It was like locked in this box and someone lit it on fire. And then Raymond tells her that story and she automatically is like so um there's something in her that's just like yeah i need to take care of it because like you know they went through the same thing you don't find that out until later but you know i'm telling you the good bit good bits because at the time i was like why well actually no i like put the dots together by that but she starts taking care of this cat and then starts forming a bond with it and is realizing that she's able to like take care of um something and enjoys the responsibility and is wondering if this is like how moms should feel like why wasn't my mom this way so you know we're like oh she her mom was like horrible and starting to put all the pieces together at this point um and you're like eleanor why are you keep talking to her like if she's calling and you're finding out that she did all this shit to you like don't talk to her anymore like i'm assuming that she's calling from prison and she checks herself into therapy and starts talking about, you know, her life, um, wanting to kill herself, wanting to be better. And then slowly she goes back to work. Um, it's been like two months at this point. And all of her coworkers that she used to hate, she's now like seeing them in a different light. She's like, oh, they care about me. She's not, they're not so bad. Like I can't be so cynical and just negative about everybody and she starts smiling more and her life is just overall becoming a lot more pleasant and it's so sweet and heartwarming um but like yeah the kicker is she when she becomes ready to talk about everything that's happened because she locked all of that trauma so deep in her head that like to unlock it 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 takes her a while then raymond's told her several times like I'm here if you want to talk about it because this was such a huge thing that happens that Raymond already looked it up and is like holy shit like do you want to know what happened and she's like no don't tell me like until I'm ready 
So she printed out like all these articles and wanted to read them with Raymond because she needed the emotional support. And they're reading through it together and it confirmed that the mom, she like she locked the two kids in the room in, in the house and set it on fire and the neighbors were talking about how the kids were really well behaved but they had like such bruises and like they, they were just like shaking when the mom just looked at them weird because so i'm assuming it was like a very abusive family and what is it oh my god i just lost my train of thought my brain literally went blank what the hell am i okay what happened? Come back. So, oh yeah, so this is the juicy part. In one of the articles, it says that the mom, she died at the scene of the fire. So you're like, mm, what's happening here? There's no way because she still calls you weekly. So I reread that like three times. I'm like, am I missing something? Like, is there another part to the article? Because you know how the articles are indented a little bit uh, more uh, more in in the book. So like I kind of like fast forwarded or, or flipped forward to see if there was like a part two. But no, I was like, wait, I'm confused. And then my impatient ass like it's like literally on the next page on the next page she was like yeah i had to talk to raymond about like i'm gonna continue seeing my therapist and i'm going to stop acting like my dead mom was still alive oh they sprinkled in a little bit of that sixth sense goodness here i was like oh, eleanor you naughty girl your imagination's crazy um but yeah, that was pretty juicy, but it all literally happened in the last 10 page in, in the last 10% of the book. Like the first like half of the book, I got to say, it was pretty rough getting through it cuz it's just like imagine the your coworker that just like bitches and complains about everything. Oh my god, I can't help but think that like that's me. I'm saying this but like it's just them just rambling on forever and like you're just reading their diary and you're just like when does the good part begin and then they like you know tell you about this little like cute little murder that happened with a little bit of a mental illness on the side anyway um overall I think it was an okay book did it change my life no um did it increase my love for therapy yes i i can't stop talking about like therapy and like how good like i'm just like obsessed with it um but i gotta say reese like i think i think your power is in like production like big little lies and all of the weird like twisted series that you make like yeah stick to those like i feel like those are really good um i don't know if like a book club is your thing but i do appreciate like what you what you started but also i've i've learned the hard way that the ratings on goodreads are not always the most reliable this book has like 4.7 stars which is like unheard of like obama's book has like 4.1 like and the rate the number of ratings it's crazy 
Like, who are these people reading these, like, signing up for, like, Reese's Book Club? But in my defense, like, I didn't, I didn't pick it out because of Reese. I picked it out because of the high ratings. But I'm going to have to start, like, cross-checking my references because I'm not saying it was a waste of my time. But it didn't bring any, like, added value. And I know everything isn't supposed to add value and, like, you know... And I'm not saying in terms of like education, but it didn't even like entertain me for the first half of the first 80% of the book, you know, you know, um, in the last 10, in the last 10%, like it didn't completely make it up because like it had to be some like psycho crazy shit to really make it that good. Like, okay. The crawdads one, ah, yeah, no, it's still not, still no. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it, but overall, it was okay. Would I recommend it to a friend, to an acquaintance? Sure. To a really good friend? I don't know, because I value their time as much as mine. So like, if they were reaching for it, I'd be like, no, just put that down, hang out with me. Like I can bring more entertainment to your life, I promise. And I can just like tell you what happens. I don't know why I'm hating. I don't know why it's like leaving such a salty taste in my mouth. Like I think it's cause she was just droning on and on and on. All right, I need to leave it. I'm just, what's the saying? Like, I'm just like beating a dead horse at this point. Like you guys get the idea. I need to stop it. Um, I feel like I have some more to say though. It's fine. All right, that was it. The next book I'm going to read, I think I'm going to start The Midnight Library. I often alternate between like fiction and nonfiction, but because this book wasn't as good as I had expected, I'm just not going to consider that like a, a thing. Like I... I'm just going to read another fiction book in hopes that it makes up for it. But just off the cover page alone, I think the Midnight Library is going to be a lot more interesting, a lot more adventure, a little bit more out there, something that doesn't isn't confined to like one little town and like 10 blocks. Like I under I respect like the internal development because um, like, you know, that's a story worth sharing, too. But I would rather hear it than read it. I don't know why. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's more like something that I need to find out in my own therapy sessions. But you know, give me some action. Um, but like not too much action, you know, because like too much action, I would also watch watch that on film. Actually, no, I don't even want to watch that on film. But yeah, The Midnight Library, that one also has pretty good readings. And it's not a part of any book club of any celebrities that I'm aware of. So it should probably be good. All right. Thanks, guys. Toodaloo.